Welcome back to another episode of Life with Hula, the podcast. Hi, my name is Hula, and this is my podcast. I'm a guy living in San Diego, raising my beautiful children with my beautiful wife, and just trying to get through 2020. I mean, I'm not saying that 2021 is going to be any better, but uh, just sharing stories about what has happened through the course of this year and just trying to deal with life in general. And that's basically what the podcast is about. I'm a former radio personality here in San Diego. I did radio for about 19 years. At the beginning of the year, I got laid off. But I was so used to just sharing information with people. I'm that guy in your office who's literally like, hey, did you see the new show of blah, blah, blah? Or, hey, there's a new food item at this restaurant. Um, Or, hey, did you know that you can get this for free? That's me. I'm that annoying guy. Um, And that's kind of what my podcast is about. I'm here to share information about what's trending, share information about my life, and just, you know, show you that you're not alone, especially this year, 2020. So thank you so much for tuning in to Life with Hula. If you are following, or if you're actually listening on a podcast service like iHeartRadio or Spotify or iTunes, whatever. Um, if you can follow me, um, subscribe to the podcast, that would be great. Also, if you can do me a, another favor and go to Podcast Magazine um, and vote for me for the Hot 50 podcast. Um, I know you probably haven't heard the show, um, but if you have, I would love for you to just vote for me. Uh, Life with Hula, that would be awesome. Um, you can follow the the uh, podcast on Facebook. It's Life with Hula. Um, or you can email me, lifewithhula at gmail.com. All right, enough about that. Today is Wednesday's hump day, and we have a good show for you today, including your moment of pure happiness, which is usually at the end of the show, and this is going to bring a smile to your face because a fifth grader is racing to get 100,000 meals to people in need before Thanksgiving. And I'm going to share how you can help them out. Also, I'm going to give you a weight loss update. Uh, let's just say it's not a good one. Yeah, not a good weight loss update for me. And I also have kind of a ghost story I want to share with you guys. Um, I did this on TikTok, so if you have already listened to all my TikToks and you already know the story, but I'm going to share this story on my podcast as well um, because I think it's a great one. And it happened around Halloween, so why not? Because Halloween's this Saturday. Um, But of course, I kick things off with things to keep you in the know. So these are the top three stories I think a lot of people in your offices or or wherever are going to be talking about it today. Um, First and foremost, the Voices coach, uh, Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani are finally engaged. Um, It looks like on Tuesday, the Voice coaches shared an Instagram photo of the two smooching while the No Doubt singer held up her ring for the the camera. She said, at Blake Shelton, yes, please. Uh, Ring emoji, praying hands emoji. Um, Meanwhile, Blake captioned, um, he his picture said, hey, at Gwen Stefani, thanks for saving my 2020 and the rest of my life. I love you. I heard a yes in capital letters. So great for them. Congratulations. I'm shocked. Um, you know, they're a good couple. I just thought after, you know, a while she would not get married again, but good for them. Congratulations to the both of them. Your next story to keep you in the know. I know um, a lot of people here in in California are upset because uh, Governor Newsom won't open up theme parks again. It's he's being pretty difficult when it comes to theme parks that just have roller coasters like Disneyland, Universal Studios, um, other parks like SeaWorld um, can open because they can go under zoos. Um, I mean, Legoland can't even open. They they opened up their hotel, but not really the theme park itself yet. Um, well, looks like Knott's Berry Farm is going to try to go around that because they just announced their Taste of Mary Farm. It 
they have uh, running select dates from November 20th through January 3rd. Um, basically what's going on is they are staging a variety of outdoor food and merchandise festivals to resume partial operations during the shutdown for taste of Mary farm. Knott's will be serving a, uh, serving plenty of holiday inspired sweet and savory dishes. Uh, date specific tasting cards will be required for entry and cost 40 bucks for five tastes with kids cards only being 20 bucks for three tastes. Knott's passholders save 10% on tasting card purchases. The menu of more than 60 items from the event will include Scrooge's spicy cranberry, pomegranate, glazed wings, beef empanadas, turkey dinner tater tots, and turkey balls with turkey stuffing gravy and gravy and cranberry cranberries. Sorry, I'm a child. I know I said turkey balls. Sweets will include chocolate, peppermint, cheesecake bars, comets, cinnamon bun, strawberry funnel cake, and conchas stuffed with, uh, or conchas, whatever, stuffed with ice cream. Uh, more than 20 local crafters also will be producing personalized gifts and handcrafted merchandise at the event. Uh, again, the event will be happening November 20th through the 29th, December 4th through the 6th, December 11th through the 13th, December 18th to the 24th, December 26th to the 30th, and January 1st to the 3rd. Tasting cards are available on the Knott's website. So go check out the Taste of Mary Farm at Knott's Berry Farm. And your last story to keep you in the know, Papa John's has a jack-o'-lantern pizza. They're bringing it back just in time for Halloween. Halloween is a Saturday, and you might as well get yourself the jack-o'-lantern from Papa John's. Um, you probably remember it was, they had it last year. Uh, the base is a large, thin crust pie and the smile and eyes are made from pepperoni and black olives. The pizza is normally meant to be split, but who doesn't love leftovers? Um, Papa John's, uh, you can actually get it from Papa John's, um, for $11 and yeah, it looks like a pumpkin, um, shaped as a pumpkin. So go get yourself your jack-o'-lantern pizza from Papa John's while supplies last. And those are your stories to keep you in the know. All right, you guys. So um, I wanted to share with you something that happened. I want to say it was 2010, 2011, um, when I was working for a radio station, Star 94.1. And it was around Halloween time. It was actually on Halloween this happened. And I got an opportunity to hang out overnight at the Whaley House. Now, if you don't know what the Whaley House is, it's a haunted house here in San Diego. I think it's the most haunted house in San Diego. I know back in 2005, like a bunch of Discovery Channel's shows did like the most haunted place. And I think the Whaley House was picked as the most haunted uh, in the world. Anyways, um, if you don't know much about the Whaley House, it's in Old Town, San Diego. And it was built in the 1850s. Um, apparently or now it's a museum um and it houses like artifacts from back in the day um but it's haunted it's, it's a haunted house anyways um i got a chance to go to the whaley house and spend the or kind of be hang out over the night i took my uh, took with me another person i believe they were an intern from what i remember they were taking pictures because we got a bunch of pictures with like orbs um like we were ghost hunters or something um, myself uh, a psychic medium his name was Tanahoy. he went and the, one of the docents uh, she was there so there's four of us total we were there about 11 o'clock in the evening and we ended up uh you know they, they locked the doors and we were in the house now the first place we went to was actually 
like the kitchen area, I believe it was, and um, um, nothing much happened, like, you know, whatever. It was just, you know, we just were looking around, and I decided to leave the group because that's what you want to do is just be by yourself. <laughs> um, and let me just tell you, I'm, like, I, I believe in ghosts, and I don't feel like ghosts harm people. That's just my philosophy in general. I think they, they try to move things like you see in the movie Ghost um, to tell you, hey, we're here, but I don't think they physically are going to try to harm you. That's just my philosophy in regards to ghosts. So um, everybody's in the kitchen. I'm, I decide to leave and go to the dining room, which is right next door. I sit there for about five minutes in the dark, and I don't feel anything or hear anything. So I decide, you know what, this room is kind of whatever. I'm just going to place a recording device in the room. And then, you know, it's one of those rooms that's like kind of far off to the side. So nobody would really go through it or go around it. So it was all centered by itself. So I left a recording device there. Um, we end up going to other rooms. I rejoined the group and we're in other rooms. And all of a sudden we hear this. And we hear footsteps coming down the stairs. So we immediately run to the stairs and we're like, what's going on? And we don't see anything, like nothing's there. And then all of a sudden our, our psychic's like, wait a minute guys, I feel like there's pres like there's two ghosts that are present here in the house. And um, yeah, I feel like a strong presence. And the docent says, well, you know, there are two ghosts that are well known. There's a lot of ghosts. There's a lot of things that have happened in the house, but the two main ghosts that people know of are um, Thomas Whaley, who was the owner of the house, and a guy named Yankee Jim. He was, so, so yeah, there's a guy named Yankee Jim. So these are the two ghosts that apparently are haunting the house. Well, all of a sudden, the psychic's like, you know what is weird is I feel like somebody doesn't want us to be here, the person that's coming down the stairs, and, the, and he kept touching his neck. Like, the psychic kept touching his neck and going, my neck hurts, I don't know why. You know, I, I just feel like my neck, there's something wrong with my neck. I feel a presence with my neck. He kept just mentioning that, and the docent's eyes got really big, and she's like, oh my gosh, that's Yankee Jim. Apparently, Yankee Jim, back in the day, before the house was even built, he got into some issues, some trouble, and he, he stole something. Well, they caught him, and they ended up hanging him for his crime. And, of course, he died there. Um, well, where they hung him is the site where they built the house. So Thomas Whaley was actually there when they saw Yankee Jim get hung and decided to build a house on top of a grave site. Yep, it happened on a cemetery right there. Boom, there it is. And so it made sense that his neck would hurt. And the psychic didn't know about this history either. So anyways, um, you know, we all get freaked out. We're all getting scared. So we decide to go to like other rooms. We end up in this room. Um, it's called the courthouse. And to be real, it's weird is the fact that there's a courthouse in this house. Um, I can't remember why there's a courthouse in the house, but we're all standing in the courthouse and the psychic again went, goes up and he goes, you know what guys, the presence is getting stronger and the person's asking me a ton of questions. Like I hear questions popping up in my mind and they're just going and going and going. And the docent was like, 
shell-shocked, like could not even keep a straight face, was like freaking out. And you would think like, this is weird because you're the, the docent at the museum. Like you're there all the time. Why are you scared? But I guess, you know, it's different. Maybe when you're in the museum working, you don't realize it's really haunted. Maybe she never experienced that before. You could tell something changed because she immediately started like taking us to other rooms of the house and like rushing us through really quickly. In the end of the day, though, um, the whole tour and the whole being there, we were there from like 11 to like four in the morning. And after a while, nothing more was happening. So I decided to, you know, wrap things up and be like, you know what, guys, let's just go. Like we got what we came here for. The psychic felt a presence. It could have been Yankee Jim. Cool. Like whatever. I had to grab my my um my recorder from the living room or from the dining room. So I went to grab that and then headed back to the radio station by myself. So now it's five o'clock. I'm at the radio station alone in this big old building. And I'm listening to these, um, they call them EVPs. I can't remember what the acronym is. Electro something VP. <laughs> Anyways, I'm listening to it. And all I hear is this. Like background noise, you know, like the sound machine. Um, so it's like three hours on the tape. Anyways, I'm hearing that and then closer to the end of the tape it's like two minutes and 30 seconds left or done and all of a sudden out of nowhere i hear this sound who are you just like that guys like again every time i tell this story the hairs on my my arm stand up um i get like goose bumplies and then um the hairs on my back of my neck stand up because it was as clear as day who are you and no one went into the dining room guys like the other three people were by themselves like with themselves and i know they were when i went to the dining room i was the only one that went to the dining room then when i met up with the group I was with them from that point moving forward. No one ever went into the dining room. We never left each other's side. We went to other rooms. So who said that? Who said that, guys? Oh, it freaks me out. Like, till this day, I can't even drive by the Flute Whaley house or even step foot in it again because I feel like someone is following me. I mean, I probably would step in it again, but to hear that, like, I don't, I wish I had the audio still. Like, I think I might have left it. You know, I don't know where it is anymore, but yeah, to hear the, like as clear as day. And I'm not the only one who's heard this. We played this on the radio. We, um, you know, it's the audio's there. It's not, you know, everybody's heard it. So it's crazy. Um, so that's my ghost story that I have for you. I totally still believe in ghosts. I don't feel like they're gonna harm us. I mean, I could still get freaked out by them, but that is my story of me spending the night at the Whaley house. Happy Halloween. <laughs> All right. So now I have an update. It's going to be a quick one about my weight loss journey. Um, if you don't know, I am doing a 40-day intermittent fast where I've lowered my caloric intake to 600-800 calories. As of uh, yesterday, I announced on the podcast that I was 207.7 pounds or something like that. I weighed myself this morning, and I'm sorry to say that all of a sudden I'm 209.4. So I'm not even counting today. Like, not even counting it. Or yesterday, excuse me. 
Not even counting yesterday. 209. Apparently I gained two pounds somewhere. I don't know if it's like salt or, I mean, I don't, I use like the pink salt, Himalayan salt. I don't know if I'm holding water. I'm angry, but I'm going to move forward. I'm going to keep moving on because that's all you can really do, right? Is keep moving on. So there you go. That's a quick update <laughs> of my weight loss journey. And last but not least, I have your moment of pure happiness. Um, it's my story that I shared to, you know, keep you smiling, to help me smile at the end of the podcast. So a fifth grader is racing to get 100,000 meals for people in need before Thanksgiving. So of course, pandemic's going on. Um, this fifth grader is amazing. He is giving back in North Texas. His name is Orion Jean, which is a pretty, really cool name. Pretty cool name. Um, he is on a mission. His goal is to donate 100,000 meals to those in need by Thanksgiving. According to CNN, he told them, I'm asking everyone to join me in a race to kindness. This has been a rough year for everybody, and now it's more important than ever to show support and love to anyone who needs it. Uh, right now, people living everywhere from Tulsa, Oklahoma to Dallas, Texas can go to a, to a drop-off point and donate a packed meal containing a bottle of water, a piece of fruit, a tuna pouch, and, and or applesauce cup, a granola bar, and of course, a positive message. The food drive isn't Gene's first philanthropic adventure. Last summer, he took first place in the Think Kindness National Speech Contest. The question, he noted in his winning entry, is how kindness can change a nation. This Chris Holm Ridge Elementary Schooler's answer spoke to a simple human truth that struck a sympathetic chord to the hearts of the judges. Here's his answer for that. The difficult situations impacting our world has shown us that kindness is more important now than before. We've heard about families hurting from the pandemic, the communities suffering injustice, and the people being over virtual learning. We could really use a big hug right now, and that's just it. Kindness is like spreading hugs around the world to those who need it and those who might not even know they need it. The acts could be something small, but in the end, make a big difference to the person receiving it. That's amazing. Good for you, man, or Ryan. Um, he used the $500 first prize award to organize a follow-up project, the Race to 500 Toys Drive. Um, he collected hundred of, hundreds of donations. The toys were distributed to grateful hospitalized kids in the Dallas area. But of course, that was only at the beginning. Um, for his current humanitarian outing, he's injected it's, it's better to give than to receive philosophy. Um, everything's bigger in Texas. That's the attitude. Um, so far, he's collected over 4,000 meals donation, meal donations to the race to 100,000 meals. Uh, Orion has taken on the mantle of role model and equal fervor, turning on his 1,000-watt 1, positive energy. He's putting on a call to welcome everyone who wants to help him become part of his personal crusade to spread compassion around the world, hoping they'll join him in the race to kindness. Great job, Orion. Look at this kid. He's in the fifth grade. He's doing big things. And I, I feel like we're going to hear from this kid moving forward in the future, for sure. He's going to be somebody big. Remember the name Orion Jean. And that is your moment of pure happiness. Well, guys, I hope you didn't get too scared from my ghost story. Uh, it wasn't too scary. Um, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Life with Hula, the podcast. Um, if you want to follow me on social media, you can do so by following me at HulaSD, H-U-L-A-S-D. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter, 
You can find me on all those social media platforms. Again, vote for me on uh, Podcast Magazine's Hot 50. I would appreciate the love. And uh, thank you again so much for tuning in to another episode of Life with Hula, the podcast. I appreciate you. I'm working hard to lose this weight. And so I promise you tomorrow I'll lose more weight. (laughs) All right, you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.